Time to strap on your boots, throw that title over your shoulder, and stumble to the middle <laughs> of the ring <laughs> for a double choke slam from the brothers. No discussion. <laughs> hey, Matt. Yeah, I'm, try- old, I'm trying. It's your old brother Michael listening to you put some new emphasis on put, some of the words. I put love my it. Stank on it. Yeah, emphasis, emphasis. Um. I'm ready so, to bumble into the ring and then double choke slam somebody. Yeah, Boom! I hope yeah. everybody is yeah. members of the faction. Mike, we have we have none. Ooh. <laughs> we do we still have our loyal listeners, but no, no yeah. new people. Uh, but if you do want to become a member of the faction, uh, you gotta come say hi uh, at Bod Podcast. That's on Twitter and uh, Facebook. And if you want to find just the easiest way to, to, to hear our wonderful thoughts, uh, read our, our silly opinions, uh, you go to bodpodcast.com. That's yeah. where you can find your links to all the social media. You can find our beautiful faces. Uh, it, it's all there. bodpodcast.com. Mike, this Man. week, yes. wrestling. Big week. It happened. This is going to be a 15 15- our episode we're just gonna feed it all the way through until the elimination chamber yep i'm gonna gonna hit play on nxt and we're just gonna analyze every every move so i guess yeah we'll be every every arm bars yeah seven hours of wrestling and then we'll do a a one-hour analysis we're gonna analyze every maro bernardo mama mia (laughs) so by the time we're done it'll be elimination chamber time so I think, uh, I think uh, <laughs> speaking of tomorrow, I think we want to dive right into NXT, NXT, where we got to see Johnny Gargano fighting for his life <laughs> against Andrade Cianolmas. And it's great that you... you... <laughs> God damn it. Andrade Cianolmas. I love that's that why song. This show's, that's why this show's going to be 14 hours long. Well, you could tell... Um, can I just say, too, with the music, like, Andrade, Andrade, si almas. Like, it's just his name. It's just some guy yelling his name sometimes, which, that's a lot of wrestler songs. Yeah. Uh, but to hear Johnny Gargano's, Come on, it's <laughs> How is that guy ever going to go heel? Like, he has the most <laughs> ridiculous, like, soft song you've ever heard. Like, Come on, it's it sounded like that song when uh, uh, Rick and Morty, when Beth has her her imagination friends. Like that's what it sounded oh, yeah. like. Now little ba- little brother to annoy you. Like uh-huh. that's what it sounds like, like. Imagination land or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, he's. I mean, he's got like the nerd haircut too, and he and he slicks it down just like. I mean, he he. You could put a pocket protector and a white shirt and a bow tie on him and. <laughs> It's the only thing that's keeping him like legitimate, I think, in the face of, of cool, uh, is that goatee, and even that is trying a little too hard for me. But uh, yeah, it's, it's it's gonna be tough for him to do to do anything but I, Johnny wrestling. 
Yeah, and uh, I, can someone explain the emoji on his pants? Where it's like there's one eye kind of, it's not a wink. Like it just looks like when. It looks like he Mad- got punched in the face. Yeah, it looks like when <laughs> Stephanie Wheel on Mad TV would do that character who had a stroke. Like it's just like half the face <laughs> just kind of shutting down over there. Um, all right what's funny i i did kind of picture it as a winking face but not winking because you know then you get like you get like the dimples and cheek it's more like he got you know like like he splashed some soup in his eye and he went oh oh (laughs) Uh, yeah it's it's more of a it's like a reactionary like oh yeah Uh, um But there but was what a, ha- like what happened with Gargano? There was, there was a wrestling match involved. <laughs> no, no selling. <laughs> Gargano getting no selling the out. end of his career. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, there's 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 no way his career's done. He's 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 super over, Mamma Mia. Um, he, you know, this was a pretty dead NXT crowd, by the way, for uh, the end of a man's NXT life, uh, supposedly. Um, I don't think I don't think uh, the way they recorded that that was part of the like I don't think that crowd knew is that because it, it sounded like they they did that match at another time because Morrow his even his recordings sounded like he was in another world like like he he recorded it after you know what I mean like they they planted a storyline on on top of that match. <clears throat> I think it was a fun match. It wasn't as good as the takeover match. <laughs> Way to no sell my comment. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, I can't, so I, I, I can't attest to that. If only because I I, I, I couldn't hear it as much. I, oh, I had okay. somebody. I had a cat sleeping next to me. I couldn't have it cranked up. Mm. Um, right, right. Yeah. Nope. No, I mean, domestic animals. You gotta make sure they get the rest. <laughs> Here's what I'll say with the commentary, though. Um, so. You know, I could hear, you could hear, uh, it did sound like it was in another world, like in a sound booth, uh, Mario yeah. dropping Mamma Mia's, but I think my favorite thing was Percy Watson. Every near fall, like, he's just like, 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 ducking, like, gunfire, like, whoa, whoa, oh, oh no, whoa, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, oh, it definitely I, I... sounded representative of, like, a crowd experience, like, when you're there just watching it, like, duh, duh. Like really trying to you know sell, like he like it like the neck is in the noose and you're just barely getting out of the noose and then and then you just choke out in the end. Um, well, it was like the whole uh, the commentary as a whole I thought was pretty cartoonish because I, I told you right before we started recording my favorite part was Ronaldo as as the three count was going down on Gargano. Just this, as if as if he was Wiley Coyote. Oh, I guess Wiley Coyote doesn't make sounds, but yeah, he's literally uh, a silent character. Fall, because... Falling off a cliff, and he holds up that sign that says no. But this is this is Moro <laughs> actually acting that out, just going no. <laughs> um. So I think that that you know what you know what it is. I think it is because that crowd was dead. Um. So maybe they did have to re-record because like you have to have some noise for the end, supposedly the end of a man's career. Uh, yeah. so the crowd was like no, no, no belief. They were just kind of golf, golf clapping through Johnny Gargano's match, and it was, yeah, you know, it was a great match. <laughs> hey, look at those two guys. Uh, I I could do that, which none of them could. <laughs> um, yeah, I I like the involvement of the of the. The wife and the... Is it a wife for Andrade or just kind of an on-screen character, girlfriend, manager? 
Uh, that's like a girlfriend manager. Okay. Yeah, I like the I like the dive there um, by Candace. Um, I'm not sure where to go with it though, because I, I didn't I really oh. didn't think Gargano deserved the title. Um, I'd rather see it on Andrade. I'd rather see Andrade battle like Alistair Black or uh, Killian Dane. I think that's Dane. what you're gonna get. Yeah. Because uh, what what this sets up is uh, the end of the end of the feud that that ended. Uh, I guess that feud started at the end of DIY. There we go. Uh, yeah. So this is an opportunity for uh, you know Regal's going to come out and he's going to come out on the next NXT show. The they they don't. I think the way that they sell the the general management of NXT is that. They're smart. You know, it's it's like Regal has, has never been like a dumb, oh, how did that happen? <laughs> so he, he comes out as like a, a, like the only brand that is consistently managed by a, a guy who's fully aware. So what will happen is they'll, they'll turn this into a match of Gargano can win his career back if he can beat Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, I, I, what's funny is I felt dumb at the end of that match because I was – I never – I didn't think Gargano was going to win. Me neither. And I I just assumed he would lose clean and then he'd go he'd he'd get called up or or maybe he'd go to like 205 live. I don't know. So I thought that's what was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but then I just felt dumb when Tommaso Ciampa came out and I was like, "How did I not? Why wasn't I expecting this?" Like that <laughs> that feud you couldn't just get rid of Gargano and that feud never ends. Like that that was it. That was how you do that. That was <laughs> You, yeah, you there gave, has to be a payoff. There has to be a payoff. Right. You gave Gargano a reason to, to get it into this title match again, to get another shot. <laughs> Ooh. And then you also found a way to, to, to bring these two guys together. Outside of, outside of just Ciampa, like, you know, beating up, you know, at the, at the last takeover, it's just him beating him up. It's almost like uh, you're doing, like, the old Kane and Undertaker, where Undertaker was just, like, I refuse to fight my brother. And, you know, they can... They're kind of building that storyline where it's Ciampa just has to go out of his way to ruin uh, Gargano's uh, chances at the title, but then Mauro Ronaldo was like, he ruined his life! <laughs> like, <laughs> so Gargano's life is ruined now, and it's all because of Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, oh, can you imagine Gargano's <laughs> credit score right now? Oh, no! <laughs> His credit limit on all of his credit cards is just being crushed. They know he doesn't have a job now. Those emails are going to come flooding in. I hope he has a lot of points saved on his gas card. Oh, no. He's going to be driving to indie shows. Johnny Cole, here we go. <laughs> He'll never fly in a plane again. Mamma mia. <laughs> Just no. <laughs> well put, Percy Jack Watson. I almost called him Percy Jackson. <laughs> the old lightning thief himself making an appearance on NXT. Uh, but so I think this match didn't have a. It sounds like we're kind of on the same page. It didn't have a lot of uh, oomph for me because nope. I didn't see Gargano winning, and ultimately I just want to see the payoff of him and uh, Ciampa. Um, I mean, this is coming off a week, too, where we got, uh, and, and we'll talk about it later, but we got one of the best, I think, starts to a Monday Night Raw we've had in a very long time. Ooh, so yeah. any, anything that happened this week was just going to be 
it, it would pale in comparison. And it, it just, I don't know. It, I'm not sure if they go that far in regards to, you know, their programming. And they're like, you know, even if this was a great match, this is going to be forgotten after Monday Night Raw. But I, that, I guess that's the, yeah. Well, it sounded like you were kind of segueing into Raw. And just just no, before no, no. you did we'll, that. We'll talk about that in a little bit. No, I do want to. Um, oh, okay. I was just going to say, while we're still in NXT, I wanted to bring up one of the favorites on this program, at least. The Velveteen Dream. Oh, wow. Oh. Mm. All right. Mm. <laughs> I'm muting you for a little bit. Oh, that's okay. I just I just need to listen to that for a while. So, uh, Velveteen, Hope he you got you. microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, what is on your screen? No! Uh, <laughs> um, so, Velveteen Dream, supposedly a heel. Uh, he's got heel antics. Uh, he, wears, yeah. he wears dark purple. Um, he did battle with No Way Jose, whose entire gimmick is No Way Jose. That's his gimmick. That's his song. That's what he says on his way to the ring. That's what mm-hmm. people chant for him. He's a good guy, because that's all he has is No Way Jose. It's and very, then... uh, like, oh, you know, the yes chant worked. Um, I got it! No, it's, uh, that, yeah, go ahead. That'd be like if Daniel Bryan's name was Yes Yuppers. It's, yeah, it's literally, like, No Way Jose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he's the baby face, and this crowd could not have given less of a hoot about No Way Jose being the babyface in this match. The only chant you heard the whole time was Velveteen, Velveteen. It's something I fully expect to experience when we go watch NXT live in Michigan. Oh my god, that's next Saturday. Oh my goodness, really? Yeah. Woohoo! That's gonna be us. Um, But yeah, so so just some big news here for uh, Velveteen Dream. Um, He gets the win over No Way. Um, he totally owns the crowd um, as a heel. Um, it's not even close. It's not 50-50 split like a Cena reigns. It's everybody who's rooting for the dream. Um, and then on Twitter this week, this might be our first hot tag question. Yeah. Um, Velveteen was dropping tweets uh, asking, where's his merch? Where's his main event? Why was I left off of the USA Network special so we could get some real TV time exposure? You know, on real cable instead of just, uh, you know, the WWE exclusive programming. And he basically was saying that, you know, he's he's a self-made man. And he's tired of these indie guys swooping in. Um, <laughs> these guys have been in, that have been working for years. I'm tired just, of these 25-year vets. right to the top. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, I've been doing this for uh, nine months damn it i've been here working my ass i've been doing this for a cup of coffee i'm tired of these 48 year old guys like eric young wrestling in front of gymnasiums of six people going that's still real to me damn it i'm tired of these guys have an established fan base oh all right well what was your hot tag question having to sell your own autograph for a nickel for a nickel you gotta include. You gotta put it around a like an ice cream cone on a wrapper to make it worth anything. I'm and tired of these it, guys. Doesn't it's not even a wrapper. It's a twenty dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you know this is it, to me with the new faces coming in. Um. Ricochet and EC3. Um. 
Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was going to, uh, I misinterpreted what you meant by faces, but. Oh, literally, got, got, literally those yeah, guys will probably be Literally a new faces. face. Yeah. I was um, like, I don't think. Well, potentially. I don't he's, think he's a face. He might, he might, he might be, you know, a la, you know, like Bobby Roode. Um, but, uh, you know, he can't help but, you know, like people just like him, so he'll get cheated yeah, for. Um, yeah, there's too much respect there. Go, so, yeah, I so, with these, so with these velveteen tweets, is this is this for realsies or is this just him uh he called it a shoot but is this is this a is this a work is he just it, trying to get us cranked up for um his next which is going to be a huge feud if he's the one who gets to introduce these guys to wwe programming is it a shoot is it a work matt Hate. if it's gosh if this is real it it it's He's Velveteen Dreaming, because it's like that, <laughs> these guys have been working for a long time, and, yeah. and 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 it's it's a business. Like I don't know. Like we talk about Velveteen Dream, and we love him, and I think he's on the right path. I don't think they've done anything to to sour that character or show that he's weak. Right. Um, but you know, sometimes, dude, you got to pay your dues. I mean, sh- shit. I <laughs> I'm sorry. I. I don't know if that's if that's the wrong way to think of it, but I guess I guess to that point, I I think I think part of it is you know the WWE has these Twitter accounts and they they do like to uh, as they've admitted in the past they've tried to start feuds on Twitter sometimes they don't always work but you know you're you're just asking some guy uh, you know between workouts to just send out a tweet about you know whoever so it's not yeah. like you're, you're, it costs you anything. They're not paying for these accounts. So at least I don't. I hope they. I hope they didn't. They, I mean, we'd follow them regardless of what the handle was. Anyway, uh, so it's just to me, this is this is just part of the game now. It, it, even <clears throat> if even if he made the argument like that, yeah, this is what I really feel. Uh, it's it's still something that if it was a problem, I think the WWE would have him take it down like this. I, it just it, it's part of the game now. It's it's you 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 go out there whether it's uh, real or not. You're you're gonna you're gonna kind of put on a show. Uh, it's just another layer, another way for uh, the fans to stay connected. Um, but yeah, I I, I I I think it's it could be how he really feels. Uh, but I don't think that's going to change, you know, the WWE going, well, hmm, do we want to make money or not? Right. Like, <laughs> so. uh, it'd be the same thing if there was like, like if there was, a, you know, a, a manufacturing company that was investing in, in, a, in, a, in a new piece of equipment. And then the old piece of equipment was like, I've been here for nine months, damn it. And you're just going to throw in this new piece of equipment. Like, like all my hard work meant nothing. Like it's just, there's, there's new money to be made. It's that, I, I I don't know. If he's, if he's being real, it's, it's, it's way off base. Yeah. It's gotta be a work. Um, and I think because you just got to think about like his, his old, his old feuds from this year. Well, he wanted was to get his name out there and prove, you know, you know, get his, um, how do I want to say this? Like, he's not worried so much about winning titles. You know, it's about just him being, you know, the face of the company and people knowing who he is and saying his name. So this is something that it looks like it's, you know, designed to get people talking to say, oh my goodness, this guy's calling out, you know, the, the big time guys, the big time 
25-year vet guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's... For me, it, it falls in line with his character. Um, I only... I, I honestly only really see it benefiting him, but... Yeah. When the, with these... He calls it a shoot. It sounds like a work. But one thing that is true, when I went on the WWE shop, he doesn't have a shirt. <laughs> Ronda Rousey has a shirt. She hasn't even done a match yet. Well, I mean... It's Ronda Rousey. Right. I mean, come on. <laughs> sound like Cartman. <laughs> um... So yeah, uh, I, 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 I'll, I'll say I'll, that. Here's that's, what I'm saying. Just, just for, for, next, comparison. for next Saturday, I want a Velveteen Dream shirt. That's what I want. If I have to make, if I have to buy a purple shirt and just write Velveteen Dream on it and a slightly lighter, lighter or darker purple, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make my own Velveteen Dream shirt. I think you could get like those little, uh, like a gold glitter stick and write Velveteen Dream. I think that would be perfect. Maybe one day. Until then, I'm going to be... Today I got uh, my Macho Man shirt. What are you sporting today, bud? I have an X-Men t-shirt. Oh, how is that Alexa Bliss t-shirt uh, treating you that I got you? Uh, it's doing good. It's it's in the it's in the weekly rotation. Uh, it's usually when I'm wearing a sweatshirt because, uh, you know, I have Damn to it, be Matt. able to walk around campus. Matt, <laughs> has Velveteen Dream taught you nothing? No, I uh, yeah, I, I've, I I know that I'm I'm not ready to be Velveteen Dream. <laughs> I'm I'm ready. I'm ready yeah. to answer the call. Yep. <laughs> I'm going shirtless with sparkly purple pants. Woo! Nice. Yeah. What are you doing with your hair then? It is going up. Nice. As high right. as it can. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So you know, hopefully the dream. This is just a uh, just a work. I, I don't want to see him get fired or anything like that. Then, oh no! No then, no! Then, then, he will be an indie guy, and we'll have to start watching even more yeah. wrestling to catch That'd up. Be on the, the benefit. Dream. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's, it's always, it's always something like that where, where you kind of, you know, <sighs> like if the guy, if, if you want real change, like a year ago, and we were saying, you know, Dolph, all you got to do is go work the indie scene, and then you become something bigger than Dolph Ziggler in WWE ever was. Yeah, um, Cody Rhodes. I, yeah, and, and, and you know, Drew McIntyre coming back to, yep. to NXT and becoming a, a, a name, you know? Uh, but, uh, and I know I know the fans aren't really digging him as much as, as, much as I am. Like, I, I thought, I, I think he's a huge brute, and I think he could, he could be fun. Um, but, I mean, that's that's the idea. It's like, you can't just, I don't know. What are, who were we talking about last week where it was like, you gotta you, you still got to put in the time? Uh, do you remember? Uh, I don't know. Let's not, let's not waste five minutes trying to think of that. <laughs> okay. Um, Mike, I'm not wearing my Velveteen Dream uh, outfit to school because I'm wearing my Double J uh, weird looking holes in the middle of the shirt uh <laughs> thingy mike that's my horrible transition <laughs> talking about got... double j uh being in the hall of fame how amazing is that i think it's uh, like arguably as shocking as not not talent wise but just like whoa like arguably as shocking as coco beware making it for different reasons, Coco. Because wh- what did he even do besides like be on the you know coattails of Owen Hart? Uh, <laughs> but, 
Double J. Well, I actually, uh, <laughs> so did Jeff Jarrett. Weren't they tag team champions? Yeah. Did Owen Hart win tag titles with both those guys? Is that what we're doing now? Yeah, you. you every you, every Owen Hart tag team partner is going in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, no, Jeff, I, Jarrett, I, Jeff Jarrett I, is a, a loved character. I I just thought he had so so much connectivity, notoriety, um, like being synonymous with TNA. That it's something that I didn't think they would want to do for a while. You know, until you could you know separate the idea of TNA and Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, um, to me, to me, it was like inconceivable. Yeah, it was like that's why no. it's so shocking. It's like seeing, uh, goodness gracious, it's like. Uh, you know, when WWE bought WCW and, and trying to picture Sting and Goldberg in there, like, wow, those yeah. guys, like it, it, you know, I, J- Jarrett did a great job when he was in WWE. He had a, he uh, paved the path there for, uh, you know, Elias, um, playing those annoying guitar songs, dragging the guitar yep. around, uh, using it as a weapon, um, just getting heel heat. Um, and it yeah, seemed carry, like carrying around the IC title for a while. I mean, that's what I, I picture is that remember that it was like a like a thinned out like egg egg kind of shape for that when the IC title looked like that. Like that's yeah. what I picture when I picture Jeff Jarrett. I picture him holding that title and walking around the ring with his guitar. I honestly picture like as far as Intercontinental title holders, I picture Macho Man, Chris Jericho, and Jeff Jarrett. Like that's who I picture holding that belt. Wow. Uh, that was, that was a big statement. I picture <laughs> the Miz. Ooh, Dolph that's my fourth one. Miz is not a, or Dolph is not on my list. I'm just kidding. I picture I picture him losing that belt to Miz. I don't picture <laughs> carrying the belt. Oh, oh, poor Dolph. I know. Um, but but yeah, this this was this was like Ultimate Warrior, inconceivable. It was just like the relationship had soured so much, and and the two. The two set well, probably one side more than the other, but they, I mean, they talk shit about each other. It, it was just, Jeff Jarrett was doing everything he could to start, like, his own brand, because he's like, I know how to do wrestling, uh, you know, not not these other guys. Yeah. Failed attempt after failed attempt. Yeah. <laughs> trying to join other brands. God be damned. I'm going to start another, he was like the Michael Scott paper company. He just, I'll, if yeah. you shut that one down, I'm going to build another one, and another one, and then another one. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> So you got to admire the hell out of that. Um, yep. He was an incredible. I, I honestly put him up there, like Jericho, like you said, Miz. Um, you know, just renowned as the Intercontinental Champion, somebody who should have held the belt, you know, year round, um, just because he he added value to it. Uh, he got to bring Deborah around with him. That was a that was a fun, um, you know, little manager uh, wrestler relationship. Yeah. Um, I remember. <sighs> It, it bums me out to bring up Owen again, but that was he also has one of my more emotional connections to wrestling. Uh, that promo he did after Owen's tragic fall, um, you know, and Jarrett was you know trying to give a, a promo about one of his best friends, you know, the the prankster, the the goofball in the locker room, his best buddy Owen Hart. Um, yeah. So that's something that really you know made me appreciate Jarrett. Um, you know, seeing him as the the person and not just the performer. Um, so as far as a guy, you know, trying to say, God damn it, I'm going to make it on my own. Um, a guy who, who's, who's great at wrestling, um, who knew how to get over. Um, I'm excited to see him at the Hall of Fame ceremony. This, this, this is something where, you know, we talk about what moves the needle. I, the Dudley boys, that's, 
fine. You know, Goldberg. Uh, this this is something that makes me want to like check it out. You know, watch the program, see his speech, see what he brings up, and then if he gets like one, you know, maybe one short little feud or something, you know, maybe give Elias a you know a push. That I think that would be a good idea. That would be pretty neat. I I I, I I'm on the side that if you ask me now, I I would. I don't think he's going to do anything. I, I think uh, I don't know if he's like a Kurt Angle uh, type of. I don't know what you want to say. Uh, you know, like the Hall of Famer, where they 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 come back, they get involved. I mean, we even saw Kurt Angle uh, join the Shield for a night. Jeez, oh, that was embarrassing. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I don't know if Double J. I don't know if he's going to do that. Like, I, I don't think he's going to come out on the Hall of Fame night and, like, say, fuck this, and then just walk off. Like, that would that would be pretty amazing. I think that would yeah. <laughs> be a lot of uh, bad publicity, but great publicity for the WWE. But uh, I, I I don't know. I, I just can't I can't picture him being that, that type of Hall of Famer that comes back and, and jumps in the ring. I think, I think you're right. I think it would be fun, uh, and, and it would be... Oh man, would that be hilarious to see Elias go out there and just oh, that those faces he makes when he's trying to play and someone interrupts him is uh-huh. where he's he's he never gets angry like he's he's just like he's just like what the fuck are you I'm Elias like well it's funny what, what is were he you thinking he looks like a real musician like getting heckled and he's just seen it so many times like he's waiting for security to escort you out he's not he's not at all affected by what's going on you know what I mean yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It really looks like he's been, like, grinding away, uh, like, in coffee shops. Literally, like, playing guitar um, (laughs) and getting heckled by people drinking lattes. Like, he's just so unaffected. I love it. Um, But outside of Jeff Jarrett, good for him. Um, I'm excited to see that speech. Yeah, go ahead. I have a hot take question for you, Mike. Hot take! Yeah. I I think we could both agree that... uh, you know when you when you talk about what what moves the needle like who's who's next uh to steal goldberg's line but uh as 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 much as i didn't watch goldberg uh or wait is he in the hall of fame oh he's this year year. that's right uh as much as i don't care about him uh being in the hall of fame like uh i do i do want to see jeff jarrett in his speech but who's who's next like it, who would be the next person to go on that list where you'd just be like, oh my gosh. And and granted, I don't know the full roster of the Hall of Fame, so you and I could right now decide so-and-so's number one, and they're already in the Hall of Fame. So uh, I think that just goes to like what, what the Hall of Fame actually means. It's, it's more or less just to get another hour of advertising in on, on the USA Network. Yeah. Um, or, or I think, do they do it on the WWE Network now? It's on the WWE Network, yeah. All right. Well, uh, either way, it's another hour of, of content for the WWE Network rather than it actually meaning anything um, to us. But is there anybody else? Like, I, I, if you asked me this last year, I probably wouldn't have even said Jeff Jarrett because to me it would just be, well, no, that's, that wouldn't happen. That's ridiculous. Why would, why would Jeff Jarrett ever join the wwe's hall of fame um but it is is there i guess well, this, i guess where i'm going with this is is too is two-sided too so i, I apologize i know you're gonna jump in no but um the 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 idea here again is is to get people interested and to watch it 
So that's why Jeff Jarrett is, is going to be at the show, because people want to see Jeff Jarrett. Is there, is there anybody else, or did they just use this on the wrong year because nobody got excited for Goldberg? Nobody wanted to see that speech. They were like, well, shit, now what do we do? Like, if, that, if nobody bought tickets for it for Goldberg, you know, we got to take it to another level. And then that's where Jeff Jarrett steps in. But is there, is there someone else that I'm missing that, that could join the ranks? It, you know, for me, I, I, this Jeff Jarrett really comes out of nowhere. Um, like the rest of the picks, they all, they all make sense. Because um, this is the year we get Ivory, we get Goldberg, get Dudley Boys. Those are all names like, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah. I think for me, it's like the next year, you know, next coming year or so, when they start announcing who's in the Hall of Fame, I think it's it's going to be a little bit more moving, if only because I think it's going to start getting to the point where it's guys we love and grew up with. Um, like, I, I don't think we're that far away from, you know, having to see, you know, like Kane and Undertaker, uh, the, the original brothers of destruction, um, <laughs> formally hanging them up. Yeah. So as far as like that, that shock, like a Jeff Jarrett shock, I, I, I don't know if there is another one like that. Just a guy who's, you know, felt like he was a WWE pariah um you know getting getting honored um in a tux so i think really the next kind of shocking experience is to be like man you know it's over for kane you know he he brought so much joy to our our lives um i always wanted him to win that one rumble it never happened um he had his moment you know he still gets to be in the royal rumble highlight clips uh he was a former champion and i think that's the kind of experience that it's that's what's coming up next is that yeah. that kind of shock like oh man like you know the father time kind of you know tapping you on the shoulder and saying hey here's a chair shot bam and then you know knocking you down <laughs> and you know give me that 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 three second tan where you're as you're as just father time would yeah <laughs> father time is he's a heel he's a heel well, he's got to hit you on the back though. Now you can't, you can't take that's a true, shot yeah. to the head. Yeah, that's true. So it's, you could still, you just be on all fours. <laughs> right. If you retired from Ring of Honor, you take a blast to the head, uh, but not, not in <laughs> WWE. You take a kendo stick safely on the fat part of your back on the lower side where there's there's a collection of muscle and fat, not on the spine, um, not on the back of the neck, not on the head, safely on the chubby little chubby fold like when you roll back <laughs> and do yoga right there yeah because it makes a nice slap but everybody's okay and the kendo stick is still usable after that so you know what i'm talking about the fat part of your back yep. you know okay yeah fat back <laughs> fat back uh, so another future hall of famer and uh uh current hall of famer uh did battle mike back in 2007 in london uh it was John Cena and Shawn Michaels. They fought for over an hour in a match that I still talk about today because I felt like I was the only person in the world that saw it live. <laughs> and I just remember sitting down going, oh, man, this is going to be this is gonna be great. Uh, you know, I, I get to watch, you know, the, uh, it's pretty much like a WrestleMania replay. And, and I, I love, at the time, Shawn Michaels, to me, was, was the greatest uh, I think he was he was at that point where you were still in awe of just seeing him wrestle, but then it, like the performance hadn't dropped yet. It, it it hadn't it hadn't taken 
I guess we never really saw it take too much of a drop, but you you could tell he was he was uh, getting winded as as it went along. So this this match was really one of the best I, I can remember of Shawn Michaels. Uh, however, Mike, Matt, this past Monday, and I wrote about it in in my article that'll be released later today. Woo! As the greatest match of all time this week. Yeah. However, I go as far at the end of this article to state. That was one of the most impressive, no, not one of, I stated that was the most impressive performance by a superstar for over an hour on Monday Night Raw ever. (laughs) Seth freaking Rollins. Mike, he took out Roman Reigns and John Cena in an hour and almost beat Elias. Yeah, Mike, you can't tell me that any superstar in a match on Raw has done more for their character to catapult themselves to just this uber echelon level. Like, it just... it. Even now, thinking about it, I'm struggling for words because it was just such... To me, that was... That was probably the height of, of this, this post championship uh seth rollins i mean obviously it's the height of of his career from then uh but this this is something that puts him right back on the map you know that he's now next in line for the title i mean i just you don't you don't knock off roman reigns and john cena in the same night i mean this is this is chris jericho knocking off stone cold and uh and the rock you know, like that. It's it's that level. Like, yeah, you've got to tell the story of a guy who's who who's jumping right back to the top. He's Monday Night Rollins. This is Monday Night Rollins again, Mike. How did you feel about that match? Well, as long as we're gonna do uh, self plugs for articles, um, I tried to make the case for three on three tag matches. Um, I think that they are boring as hell because we it's. It, Basically, what happens, you know, with uh, with a pay per view coming up, you try and get all the faces and heels on TV, but you don't want to, you know, burn them out with one on one matches. You don't want to oversaturate. You don't want to give it away for free. You know, to quote Stone Cold. Um, so you, yeah. you get the wrestlers fighting each other, but not not give you the money match. So they'll do a lot of three on threes, right? Right. It makes sense as a ticket buyer. You know, you want to see, you know, you want to see the big guys fight. You don't you don't just want to watch. You know the mid carters. You want to see the super duper stars. That's that's the reason you bought a ticket. That's the T-shirt you're wearing. So you want to see them in some capacity. I get it. But the real magic of this week, I mean, obviously Seth had an incredible performance. Um, and the the man, the rub they gave him, letting him pin. You know the the two biggest dogs, if you will, in WWE. Um, I think the real winner this week was the writers. Who yeah the those three on three tag matches I get it you know you want to get those guys on TV get them get everybody paid get them some visibility you know kind of tease some feuds but that was genius I was I was glued to Monday Night Raw I I didn't leave um to no, see, I, I, to I, see I, Seth open the show with Roman um to see the the battle with Cena that had like four commercial breaks in it yeah four like it just kept going and going and going and it was. You know, even when Seth got eliminated, you know, the crowd was still just, you know, going nuts for him. Um, 
Yeah, I said uh, on the on the article, it's coming out that that was like watching your hometown pitcher, you know, pitch a gem, and he's getting pulled in in the eighth. You know, like that. You you stand up and you you show respect. Like if we're if we're talking about like you and I, week after week, have said let's make this more legitimate. Let's make this more like a sport. Yeah, act like that, the wins matter. It. Like these guys yeah. want to win. Yeah. Um, I thought oh, it was ahead. I thought it was booked perfectly. Um, because Roman and Cena don't need the wins. Yes, um, they're Teflon. And Elias, you know, he needs something, and he's taken out a guy who's fatigued after battling two of the greatest, you know, WWE wrestlers they have. Um, and then just... right, and they even they did that right. Like they they pushed that out so Rollins could continue. Like he he still looked like he had a chance to take out Elias. Yep. Like, but but you knew like Elias had to win. Right. Um, and Finn knocking off Elias, and then Miz taking out Finn. Um, I, I knew it was going to happen because, uh, Braun hadn't come out yet and I don't think they wanted us yeah. to watch poor Finn get squashed by yep. Braun. Um, it's, it's almost like you're reading my article right now. <laughs> <laughs> like it, that match literally enhanced all seven guys. Yeah. It was, it was perfect writing. Um, it was as good as like the Royal Rumble, the men's Royal Rumble, like just that perfectly from end to end. Like they did it. That's hit it out of the park um and even miz standing up to braun you know he's usually the you know that's his character be the chicken shit heel and he's he's getting away from that you know he's calling out brock he's saying screw it i'm gonna try and fight the monster um ultimately he couldn't defeat him but he he just looked better just trying to win um well i liked uh, i i'll say uh like my argument was uh you 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 found a way for, like, each guy to get stronger, like you said. But even, like, if you have to argue that the Miz is the, the chicken shit heel, uh, that's fine. Because he used that to beat Finn. Right. So everybody got, like, their way of, like, they're still, they, sh- they should be in this match. And, and again, like, one of the arguments I made is that this is, this is also one of the best Elimination Chamber, uh, I don't know, rosters or, uh, Booking, I, I don't know how you put it, but the the set of superstars in this elimination chamber is is easily, and they get to cheat because they're using seven instead of six, but easily yeah. one of the best elimination chamber um, lineups I, I think I think they've ever done. But yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I wanted to go a step further on the Miz too. Was um, when he beat Finn Balor, and he's sitting in the ring celebrating, and. Man, Braun's music hadn't started yet, and the Miz like slowly realized what was coming. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like the just to see the wonder disappear, like slowly fade, and and to have him realize what's happening. Uh, I mean, everything everything about that match, like if it was the decision of who's gonna be who, it was the decision of how long each match was gonna go, but for the Miz. It was all about, like, timing. It was all about, all right, you know, The Miz is coming out after Finn Balor's had a rough battle, and he's going to attack him from behind. So this, you know, this is perfect to get Finn out of there, like you said. Uh, But, like, even the timing down to The Miz, getting that fear in his eye, and then Braun's music, like, everything, like, the production of that was amazing. Like, the camera work where... You can see the Miz, like he's turning, and you know he's looking up the ramp, like waiting for Braun to come out. Yep. 
Oh, it was just that that was was amazing TV. And and and, and while while the the timing like the timing is also perfect because you're building Braun right now to be a huge face. So the last thing you need is for him to crush little Finn Balor. Right. Like that. Oh, it it was perfect. It it was to me that was a fun couple of hours of wrestling and then uh you know the the way you build up those guys it was ah i loved it i watched it a couple times this week it it was great yeah i'd say uh part of the benefit here is with somehow managing to to like elevate seven people in one match um that's tough come come elimination chamber on sunday uh like there's maybe you know elias it maybe he's the closest thing to being elimination fodder but it literally seems like all seven of those guys could could have a chance of eliminating each other yeah like no. sometimes it seems like there's you know one or two guys thrown in and you know uh, like that year when it like the final two is triple h and Shawn michaels there's no doubt it was going to be those two um mm-hmm. i think this year you could almost make the case that outside of the final two being like elias and somebody else um I could honestly see any of those guys being in the bottom two, and it, it wouldn't surprise me. And it'll be like, like you're gonna have Mauro Ronaldo, oh no, reactions as these guys eat pins. Um, I mean, I think we know the writing's on the wall for Roman to, you know, take home the number one contendership. But right, I, but I, it. I don't think anyone would complain if, uh, outside of maybe Cena, I don't think anyone would complain about you know any of those other guys winning. I think people are really gonna be um just just heartbroken to see like seth rollins get eliminated um to see miz actually showing his determination and getting eliminated because he's you know he's got stuff to do with his intercontinental title um it would just be bananas for him to have one title (laughs) and be fighting for the you know the universal (laughs) yeah Um, well like like that was i that was another part of like how great that match was too was uh like i have doubt no, or at least at the time while you're watching the match, I kind of, like, we've been talking about Roman Reigns winning this Elimination Chamber for a few months now. We've yeah. been talking about Roman Reigns facing Brock Lesnar for the title for over a year now. Yep. And then this one match it is booked yeah. so perfectly that at the time, I, I've since come back. Yeah, you got that doubt creeping t- in. It's yes. creeping in. Yes, through the cracks, I'm like... Is, wait, is Jor- Jason Jordan hurt that bad and Seth Rollins is going to get his title back? Like, <laughs> is that what we're doing? Like, I, and, and I'll say, too, like, where, where you talk about who's pin fodder, I think for the first time, Mike, I think John Cena's going to be pin fodder. Wow. I, I don't... Uh, uh, to me, if they're out of the seven guys, two guys who are probably going to feud together, who will not win this match, are Elias and John Cena. Yeah, they're the closest to that. Um, but here's what's kind of cool about about that. Um, besides being pin fodder, is, and we know that you know Roman is almost undoubtedly going to win. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty pumped to watch you know some of these guys just feud with each other uh, into WrestleMania. Um, like maybe Braun versus Miz. Um, you know, we don't have Cena's 
um, WrestleMania opponent figured out yet, and he's always got a big time match. It's it's John Cena. It's Mister Make a Wish. Right. Um, and it would be really cool to see him either give the rub to um, Seth, potentially. I think Seth's got other op- too many options. You know, like a Kurt Angle match. Um, you know, it's the Jason Jordan, uh, maybe an Ambrose or something when he comes back. But you know, Cena versus Rollins would tear the house down, and also Cena versus Finn Balor. Um, because we got to get Finn back on the right track here. Um, you know he he had to he had to squeak into this match by you know sharing a pinfall with Rollins. Uh, yeah. You know he lost clean to Cena. Um, I think that would be a big that's... deal to give that to Finn. Let Finn yeah, come that's... out in the demon makeup uh, against John. I think that would be pretty cool. That's the scary thing. I, I that 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 point is like where. Where does Finn Balor go after this? Because as as much as as much as I've let the doubt creep in for all of these guys, I still know that it's going to be Roman Reigns at the end of this. I mean, it's going to be a great ride. It's going to be a hell of a hell of a match. But uh, I just Finn and I know they were building up uh, the Balor Club, and that's that kind of has disappeared for the last few weeks. Um, you know, even with Seth, I mean, does he go back? Just to get through WrestleMania, is he just gonna fight Jason Jordan? I, I think I I like to think that they've just decided this isn't working. Nobody cares about Jason Jordan. You know, maybe he can be a cute little sidekick for Kurt Angle. Uh, I don't know. Well, I think uh, I think it's just building up where Seth is gonna be the one challenging Roman all summer. Um, I I really don't see any any doubt in that. You know, they'll find something for Brock to do. Because I, I don't, yeah. I think they're finally going to take the belt away from him, give it to Roman for a bit, and then it's for some reason it's it's more conceivable because um, there's that that weird um, that weird uh, statistic they keep bring, bringing up where Roman can't beat Seth, so that'll be a fun feud for Roman to have the belt for a while and you know let Seth be the one to take it off of him, um, you know somebody credible, um, and then it's a feud that's going to have some some energy from the crowd because of. You know, Roman being Roman and Seth being Seth. Um, but uh, one thing, I, I think the results of the Elimination Chamber are, are written on the wall there, but I think a spot where it's kind of tough is if we look at the first ever women's Elimination Chamber match. Yes. We have our beloved Alexa Bliss. Mwah. Mwah. Uh, we have Sasha, the bow, the bow, the bow, Spanks, um, Bailey, Lady Hugs a lot. Um, we've got the yeah, I... delightful Mickey James skipping hey. to the ring. <laughs> Mandy, freaking Rose, watch out! Uh, watch out yeah. for the! Watch out for those thorns! They'll get you. <laughs> and Sonya Deville, Sonya Deville. You know, I like her character a lot. I'm just bummed out that there's all these other MMA, like, UFC ladies. And she's not... I don't know if she's ever going to get a shot with the belt, but she's she's pretty dang good. Like, I, I'm... Yeah. I would not see her in an airport and ask her for an autograph. Like, I, I'd be too scared she'd put me in a headlock and I'd pass out and miss my flight. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to mess with Sonya. Um, uh, I... Well... I, I will say, like, I know, like, to, to jump on that point, too, like... She's not winning this. Uh, this Mandy yeah, Rose this, isn't winning this this match is filled with uh, elimination pin fodder. Um, yeah, this is this is the exact opposite <laughs> of uh, the men's 
uh, Elimination Chamber because this is this is either Alexa Bliss or Sasha Banks, and even to that end, the way that they've booked uh, these girls going forward, this is Sasha Banks. This is it's the boss. Yeah. yeah, this is done. It's a boss. Sasha Banks taking it, uh, and she's going to be fighting Asuka um, at, at WrestleMania. Mike, I I am I got to tell you. I don't know, I'm not sure if I'm going to delete this from the show, but I have to poop so bad right now. I don't know if I can focus and have a good conversation. Be strong, Matt. You got this. You got this. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, that I mean, that's that's the pain of this match, that it's fun. I, I'll tell you, I'm feeling the pain right now. <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah, I can't focus. Uh, the, the it's good, and that's why this isn't going to be the main event. Um, I, I think what what we're going to see is uh, is this women's elimination chamber followed by Ronda Rousey signing her contract, and then and then the men's elimination chamber. I I, I mean, is there another way to do it? Is is it? Well, it's, are we it's... really going to watch Sasha win this? And it's it's not going to. I I just it's not going to be. Uh, it's not going to be the women's rumble. It's not. It's not going to be as great because I think we all know going in what's what's going to happen. Well, here's as far as the elimination chamber goes in the women's version. Um, like week to week, the one superstar who goes out of their way to nearly break their own neck. It's a it's a two way tie uh, between Big E doing the dive through the ropes and I don't know why he always breaks his fall with his own head. But following. <laughs> <laughs> Following arms at his, arms at his side, yeah, arms at his sides. He's just like a submarine. <laughs> Boom. Uh, following in his footsteps is definitely Sasha Banks, who every week it seems like we have a ref diving over to her to make sure she's not dead. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, she might win this match, but I, I hope she's safe. I hope she doesn't get hurt. Right. Um, she might not make it through. I think she's gonna make it more watchable. Um, I don't know if the rest of those girls, who else is gonna take bumps like Sasha does. Um, that's how she earns a title like that, because she's, you know, one of the ladies who will, you know, she did the Hell in the Cell. You know, she'll t- she'll take hits with weapons. Um, yeah. You know, Bailey and Alexa she's... had that. Remember, they had the kendo stick match, or it was a stick on a pole match, or something, and they were whacking whacking each other around. Yeah. Um, I just wonder how tough it's gonna be. I think, I think ultimately to. You know, the, like we talked about the the seven men, how they all they all look stronger after that. Um, yeah. And the ladies, they were in a three on three match. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a pointless three on three Mission match. Mission accomplished. Yep. Um, hot tag question. With the um, the writing on the wall, I, I for what I I think they see Sasha's having more mainstream appeal, so she's probably going to go into WrestleMania to you know give the the belt to Asuka. Outside of Sasha, how do you? <laughs> how? <laughs> to give the belt. Uh, how do go you? Ahead. How do you see the other women being elevated in this match? Or at least, who of those six do you see being elevated outside of Sasha, and how does that get accomplished? Well, the scary part is the first thought that popped in my head is how far Alexa Bliss is going to fall when she loses this. Um, Because I think you can keep Sasha up at the top, even even with her losing. Like, what she does will be 
legit because of the character they've built. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can say the same for Alexa. I think I I I love her character to death, but I from a from a performance aspect is. And I'm not saying she's bad. I'm saying the way that they've they've booked her matches and the way that she fights. I mean, how difficult is it going to be for her to get up to the top again uh, and become champ? Uh, but I I guess there's there's opportunity for you know different feuds to take place and another massive women's match that they like to do at WrestleMania. But um, I guess the only way that they can they can legitimize these other these other wrestlers is to make sure nobody goes down easy except for maybe like mickey james like she she's someone that i I think is legitimate no matter where you put her on the card uh because she's been fighting for so long so she's she's obviously um she's someone that 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 can take a pin and that that's something where i think you want to see sonia or mandy take out mickey so uh bailey too i i think I think they've they've definitely uh, shown their cards on what they want to do with Bailey, and yeah. I don't think they see that she can she can push uh, the women's division uh, by holding the title. So she's she's her character's done. Does that is that like does that make sense? Um, so she can she can also take a pin, but we know who she is. So it's not like every time you know like when Dolph Ziggler gets pinned again at Fastlane. <laughs> We're not we're not gonna think any less of Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Bailey. You literally, Bailey you literally is can't Dolph think. You, you literally can't think less of Dolph Ziggler. Right. right. Okay. Right. Exactly. It's 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 done. The the piss is on the wall. If I can take your comment of the writing being on the wall, the piss is on the wall for Bailey and Ziggler. Like it's done. Yeah. Um, who they are. The, the story has been written. So Bailey and Mickey have to get pins uh, from Sonya and Mandy Rose. And Sasha doesn't need to pin anybody this whole match. She just needs to get the last pin. Yep. And I think that's the best way to go. If she's pinning people left and right, that's the wrong way to book this. Um, and I think, I think Alexa is going to have to pin, uh, you know, she could pin, uh, let's see. Let's give Sonya Mickey. Mandy takes out um, uh, Bailey. So then, I mean, if if you if you if you do this right, Alexa pins both Mandy and Sonya somehow. Ooh, yeah. And then it's Sasha versus Alexa. I don't. As, I don't think the last two in the ring. I don't think Alexa pins anybody. I think she just finds her way into the bottom two. Um, I think what I think who's going to surprise us tomorrow night is Sonya. Um, cause she's a, a big, scary woman. Uh, <laughs> most of the, uh, uh da, da, da. yeah, all the other women in this match are fairly petite. Um, so I definitely yeah. am excited to see, cause I know Bailey, I, I think we give her too much flack. Um, she in wrestling, one of the, one of the big, um, and, and you know, what's hilarious is it goes back to Ziggler. Um, one of the underappreciated skills is what's called playing dead. Yeah. Bailey is incredible at playing dead. Like whenever she takes a bump, I think, "Oh my god, she's going to the hospital." <laughs> she doesn't quite do like the Dolph and like AJ, you know, when you take a like a lariat and you, you know, almost do like a somersault in midair. But yeah. Bailey, my god, she knows how to eat, you know, uh, just a just a forearm shiv or a kick or a suplex. 
And I think Sony is going to be the one who's going to be doing the feats of strength, flipping some of these girls off the steel. Um, I'm pretty pumped to see that. I think I don't think Sonya gets any pins. I think she's going to be one of the characters who, um, you know, just gets to do a lot of damage, and then the girls kind of gang up on her, you know, as uh, as the the big target. Um, yeah. So I think in in both ways, I think that's going to elevate both of them. Where Sonya's going to, you know, get to show off her feats of strength, and I think Bailey's going to be the one who's going to she's going to be able to tough it out, you know, and take a lot of damage, you know, not get eliminated immediately, but ultimately not not be victorious because um, it's not it's not as big of a, a money event as seeing sasha or alexa um come out on top i want alexa what? i want alexa um i'm i'm a little nervous too for her to lose her belt because i'm not sure what they're gonna do then like now we're gonna see her a lot a lot more sporadically um yeah. but if if you want to pick someone to fight Asuka and definitely lose, would you rather that be Alexa or Sasha? Um. Well, I'm. Uh, shoot, I mean that's that's tough to answer, but I guess I guess for me, I'd love to see Alexa hold the title as long as possible. But I. I I have another question I wanted to ask that, that popped in my head yeah. uh, to you. Okay. Does the idea that they keep saying Asuka's going to fight for one of the women's titles, insinuating she hasn't selected which title yet, uh, does that change your thought process on this match? Well... Because ultimately, then we're saying if Sasha wins, Rousey could face... Sasha or Charlotte and the idea that they're saying that we don't have a title picked yet would tell me that she's gonna pick Smackdown's title you know what I mean like if they're planting that like what's the point of planting that seed if it's just gonna be raw anyway I thought potentially the reason they didn't because I I thought they were kind of like double swerving us um not that she might necessarily fight Charlotte, but that they didn't really have the women's winner yet. So they didn't want her to pick somebody early. You know what I mean? Like, AJ Styles yeah. is not going to lose his title. Not to not in these matches. Um, but Alexa, potentially. Um, and as far as, like, kind of stacking the odds, you know, um, if Alexa loses tomorrow, it more than likely it's going to happen. I'm sorry. Right. Um... That's okay. She, I'll, I'll deal. <laughs> she still has her her rematch clause, so I think when we're trying to figure out, you know, how to get her involved with WrestleMania, keep her interesting. Um, I mean, she's carried the freaking women's division for the whole year. Um, easily been the most compelling character. Um, and giving Asuka more of a battle at you know, oh, you know, as far as the Raw Women's Title. Yeah, I think that's a good way to go about it. If you have the three, you know, biggest names, put Asuka in there versus. Um, Sasha and Alexa in the same match. So it's it's kind of like what they did was that was that 2 years ago when they had Charlotte versus Becky versus Sasha, you know, get all three of them in there. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah, that was that was something we discussed a couple weeks ago when uh, when Asuka won the Rumble. Like what are, what are the chances that the the main events that resulted from the Rumble actually turn into multiple uh, multiple superstar matches and and the more I think about it, I mean, we almost had 30 women fight at uh royal rumble and i say almost because um 
you know you've got you've got your returning uh legends yeah. mixed in there but uh like if we do one-on-one and one-on-one for the two titles what are these other 20 women gonna do at mania like as 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 much as it you know would be great to see them all at wrestlemania I really, I mean, going back to, like, the three-on-three thing, I don't want to watch a 10-on-10, or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I would love to avoid that. Maybe they'll do, uh, like, a, uh, instead of Andre the Giant, they'll do a, you know, Fabulous Moolah Battle Royal or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be kind of funny. Yeah. Um, uh, um, uh, I mean, it's 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 kind of a nice problem to have, where before it was just, like, you know, what, what gimmick are Trish and Lita going to do this year? Now it's like, well, I don't want to... I don't want these ladies to miss out on a chance to be on the card, you know. Yeah. Um, I want to see some of my favorite characters. So it's it's nice that we finally, my God, you know, 30 years of watching wrestling together, we finally have this problem. Um, right. Where we don't want some of the women to miss out. Um, I think that's the easiest way to... Because, um... like, like, think about it. Would, uh, let's, let's say Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy, you know, obviously... I think it's great that we haven't even talked about it yet. I don't know if they're doing a great job with that. But let's say that goes to WrestleMania. What would you rather have on the card? A a non-title <laughs> Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax or Bray Wyatt versus Ooh, Matt Hardy? Ooh, I know what I want. I know what you want, yeah. too. We want Alexa versus Nia. Right. Want that, like, that best I, friendship oh to come gosh. to put, Can you imagine put the Bray promo Wyatt. videos? Like all the Instagrams of them like hugging yeah. each other and you know playing piggyback in the back you know, um, in the gorilla position, you know, like, <laughs> I want to see that, <laughs> that build up so much. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that, that would be, that would be fun. And, and like, you know, put Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy on the, the pre, pre-show, the pre-show yeah. on YouTube, you know, like, I, that's where they, that, right now, that's where that feud belongs. I, and, and honestly, I hope that that match ends up on a pre-show before elimination well, they keep doing Chambers Facebook start. matches. I think that match should just be a series of Snapchats, I think. Just <laughs> a couple 10-second clips of laughter and worms, and then it's over. Yeah. You know, Then we can yeah. watch Naya like and Alexa. Put, put like, a puppy face on Bray Wyatt, and Matt Hardy can be, like, a little kitty. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think, what's, I think what's cool about what you just said, like... Um, you know, it's, it's something where we keep tooting the horn of, you know, like Velveteen Dream. Just the characters of Alexa and Naya in this instance, where it doesn't matter that there's a title. Like, we'd be interested to see that feud. Yeah. Like, to see the real, live, you know, people battling each other, you know, for superiority. Um, and I, I think, I think too, like, um, this might be, this might go back to why I was hoping Asuka wasn't going to win the Rumble. I mean, it's great that she did, and, you know, I've, I, I've, I know that I've turned, turned around and, and made the thought, like, you know, this, this actually is good for wrestling that, that she did win. But that's, you know, they haven't really done anything to set up any other feud, so it's, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's a scary thought. You, you're right, it's a good thought that, you know, now we have this problem. But uh, you know, as as with Velveteen Dream, are they are they doing enough to to make sure that this this character is making it to the top as we would see? And are they doing enough to make sure that these uh, this whole division has legitimate fights coming coming into WrestleMania? You know, fights that that we want to watch. Well, I mean, this is always kind of a tough time, um, especially if you don't have the champion selected. 
Um, right. You know, even with AJ kind of floundering, like once this is once we're past Fastlane, then he can really focus on Nakamura and just think about that. You're gonna get like five weeks of the two of those guys, you know, doing promos against each other. That's gonna be really fun. Um, I don't know how I'm gonna pay attention to the rides at Disney World while <laughs> WrestleMania is going on. I know, um, and I'm really excited. I'm so stupid. I know. <laughs> I can't believe I booked our vacation. <laughs> WrestleMania. Go yeah, ahead. we screwed the pooch on that one. Um, no, I fucked up. But uh, uh, yeah, Asuka and Alexa promos, and because she's gonna be there. She's gotta be. She's got the rematch clause. I know Sasha's gonna have the belt. That'll keep her interesting. Alexa's got the mouth. Um, mouth of the. Yes, yeah, she does. Oh, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> she does the best microphone work, um, as far as the mm. ladies go. Um, yeah, <laughs> damn it, Matt. I've taken this podcast right down the toilet. Yep, yep. Jerry the King Lawler, my uh, yep. Here guest he host. comes, our, our new co-host. Ah! Yep. Oh God. God, that guy's such All an right. a-hole. Um, yeah, but... he sucks. I have a crush on Alexa. Okay, jeez. She is lovely. Also, did you see oh, her? Uh, that's what we didn't bring up. I know. God, this podcast's already over an hour. But did you see her? Uh, her BF. He was on uh, two hundred five live this week. Buddy Murphy, he uh, he dropped. I he uh, refused to accept that that individual exists. <laughs> the dude dropped like twenty pounds to get on two hundred five live and get on TV. Yeah, I I that is kind of weird to me. Like I I wouldn't have I wouldn't have minded if he was two twenty five. That probably sounds stupid, but I I was I would have been cool with that. Well, I think it's funny that he lost weight to be on 205 Live. Like, most of those wrestlers, I'd start gaining weight so I could actually be on <laughs> the real show instead of being yeah. on 205 Live. Um, it'd be funny if well, guys were, know, were desperately trying to get to 206, you know? <laughs> when you, I mean, you talk about putting in the effort. Um, yeah, it's the same as, as an actor, too. Like, I, I want this part, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Christian bail this. Yeah. But, uh, thankfully, he didn't go to that uh, extreme, but... Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm ready! Yeah. <laughs> 105. All right, you're in. <laughs> um, but uh, when you got to show Vince and you got to show these uh, the writers, you're like, you know, I'm committed to this. Uh, everybody, everybody is training, you know? They're all working out. Uh, they're all in the ring practicing. They're all there you know, a couple hours before the show, a couple hours after the show, everybody's doing that. So what, you know, what can you do to show that you're you're involved and that you'll do anything to 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 get, I guess, to get on TV? Um, but that's that's it right there. I I don't know if if he immediately becomes the favorite uh, to win this thing now because I don't know anybody else that that put in that kind of effort. I mean. Yeah. You look at a Jack Gallagher, and he's pretty much been riding on the fact that he looks weird. And you have a guy like Murphy that uh, is change. Like he he made real change. No, I want to be on the show legitimately, so I'm going to do this. Like, yeah, good for him. Um, yeah, because he's been man, he's been freaking off the radar radar for oof. It's probably since Alexa left NXT when she used to you know hang out with. Uh, that tag team goodness gracious it was murphy and uh i'm really falling apart here who was who was the tag team partner uh wait blake blake, blake and murphy yep blake yeah. and murphy um 
so yeah, it's it's just a little surprising that um, like you know we've said goodbye to uh, I thought Deveri would win. Just thought that I mean I, not necessarily against Buddy Murphy because it's his first match you know back back on TV, but um, I thought Deveri was a good good heel. Um, you know we saw said goodbye to Tazawa last week and Hideo Tommy the week before. Um, 205 Live, I know we haven't really given it a shot, and it's like the last thing that we want to talk about before we go off into the sunset this week. Um, yeah, we're, we're really, we're really, we're really it. tuning out now. Yeah, yeah like, uh, Elimination Chamber, woo! <laughs> and, uh, oh, right, 205 Live happened again. Don't forget that huge 205 Live that nobody watched. Um, yeah, I think it's just getting <laughs> yeah, to a point, good. it's just getting to a point where the next rounds are going to be a little fun because we yeah. have some surprising faces in there. But, Elimination Chamber's coming. Uh, bottom line, you're going to see the big dog, Roman Reigns. Ooh, ah. And I, you know what, Matt? Um, I'm just throwing this out there. I kind of I kind of uh, glossed over it last week. I'm, I'm kind of pulling for the big dog. I want to see him fight Brock. I want it to come to fruition. We've been waiting a whole freaking year for Brock to go down. I'm ready for him to go down to the big dog, Kevlar and all. It- it would be hilarious for this to be the one time Roman now that we're rooting in, for him, and I'm like, come on, <laughs> boo! I'm um, no more network. I, I'm I'm out. Are you kidding me, Finn Balor? Come on, the guy's like 80 pounds. Boo! <laughs> he can't beat the big dog. You kidding me? It's the little puppy. Boo! Little puppies don't be big dogs. Boo! Oh, he's a little puppy. Who am I kidding? I'm, um, I'm wearing my Finn Balor shirt tomorrow. And I'm going to smile just <laughs> just like he does. <laughs> so, uh, we'll just, to end the show, we can recap. Uh, Roman Reigns. Wait, let's start at the Sasha bottom. Who's, wait, who's a tag team match tomorrow? Who's the bar fighting? It, Mike, the Elimination Chamber official card is Bray Wyatt versus Matt Hardy. Yeah. Asuka versus Nia Jax. And then the two Elimination Chamber matches. They didn't book one? What did I just say? What the? F- how's the bar? How's the bar not fighting anybody? There's probably a pre-show match where they'll fight, you know, two nobodies or something. I I don't know, but that's that's our official card as of eleven oh four on uh, February twenty fourth. All right. Well, uh, Asuka is obviously gonna crush Naya. Um, the only match where there's really a question is who whose turn is it? And Brady versus Matt Hardy. Who's turn is who won last time? That I mean, to go back to why I would rather watch Alexa versus Nia Jax uh, in Wrestle on a WrestleMania card match. Yeah. Over those two, it's just I have no earthly idea who won the last. Ma- I have no clue. There's nothing <laughs> that they've done right with with Woken Woken <laughs> Matt Hardy. Or Bray Wyatt. Uh, or Bray Wyatt, yes. In the last couple years uh, for Bray... In the last five years for Bray Wyatt, they've done nothing right with that character. I'm sorry, Bray, if you're listening, which I know you're not. I love you, man. You tried hard. This this actually might be the end of Bray Wyatt because they can't even get this right. They can't even get Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt right, which was a feud that was brewing on Twitter a year before Matt Hardy joined. How and... is it how is it not like a haunted house match? How is it not Oh like, no, I don't want to see that like a Damn it. like a fear factor match. Just something weird. It's the two weirdest guys and all they do is laugh at each other. It's so stupid. It's like yeah, it's like they don't give a give a fuck. You know, and I apologize that's our first fuck of the show. 
Um, but it, it's, it's they can't honestly be like coming out to the ring. I hope they're not going. Man, I'm glad glad we got our shot. This is it. All right. Like I would be very upset if uh, I had to come out to my stupid theme song that was just me laughing. I'm then, I'm walking mad hearty and I'm going to delete you. <laughs> it's yeah. You know what they did? They WWE, they God bless them. They found a way. You know what? That goddamn broken Matt Hardy is killing us at TNA. How about this? Let's sign him and we'll make it suck. Yes. Yes, and then his career will be over. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> like they sabotaged the crap out of it. It's horrible. Uh bad promos. He he looks I don't know. Ridiculous. I, yeah, his matches are preposterous. It's not fair. I, I don't know how he screwed that up. It does. It seems like they shackled him a little bit. It does not look like the same, like crazy stuff that I watch on YouTube. Just the clips of him being broken. Um, I will say that as far as the prediction goes, Bray Wyatt's gonna win. I think maybe like Elimination Chamber. That's gonna be where Bray Bray wins. You know, yearly. Um, he got to win his first title last year at Elimination Chamber. Um, give give the give the poor guy something. Man, he's. <laughs> Is that like even when they gave him the title, it was still wrong? Yeah, what's that? What's that <laughs> phrase? The paper champion. Like we we knew he was dropping that title to Randy. Yeah, it was such a bummer. Um, I mean, hoping then, for yeah, hoping so... for bigger and brighter things for them. Let them let them really go nuts. Just do something fucking nuts. That's our third fourth F um, of the show. Let they're they're bizarre. Don't don't just keep making them giggle at each other and do you know stereotypical one on one matches. They're weird. They're supposed yeah, to be nuts. Get, be nuts. Get some uh, candy glass windows and like have them bash each other over the head with them. You know, like that. That uh, that would be. Just you know what? Yeah, that's a great idea. Do it like the like thirty minutes into forty year old virgin, where they're just breaking those light bulbs on the cement. But let them break light bulbs over each other's heads. Like that would be yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, get to a point where those two psychos are maybe they're maybe they're tag maybe they're a tag team. I know that's WWE's favorite thing. You know, think of the bar. It was two two big rivals, and now they're stuck being together. Um, I don't know. Just mm-hmm. something creative. Just something besides what they're doing right now. That's all we're asking. Um, so, yeah, Bray Wyatt's going home with the win. Asuka, uh, the big dog, Roman Reigns. Ooh-ah. And then uh, I think it's going to be the boss. I don't think you and I really... Do you have any... <laughs> Is that exactly what you're thinking? Four for four. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, they're not gonna have Oscar loser winning streak. Uh, Bray Wyatt should eventually get over Matt Hardy. Um, yeah, as much as I want Alexa, it's 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 Sasha, and that's I mean that's what I came into the show thinking. And then we've been talking Roman Reigns winning this specific match for a few months, and then we've been talking Roman Reigns versus Brock for a whole year now. That will happen. Well, that's an hour and 18. Um, We knocked out the Elimination Chamber. We talked about Velveteen Dream. We talked about Double J, Jeff Jarrett, hitting the the WWE Mother Effin' Hall of Fame. Matt, any closing thoughts this week before we ride off into the sunset? Yeah, um, just one quick thing. Um, I just... 
you know, we, your your article on the six man tag, and then I my gauntlet the gauntlet match for me was uh, the greatest match of all time this week. Uh, I just I want the WWE to know that you know they're huge kick up and ratings. It wasn't because they did the gauntlet match. It's because they took the time to do something creative, and it was purposeful. You know, it's it, it goes along with why Deadpool was so creative or did so well. Uh, why Black Panther is doing is just amazing. It's because she did something purposeful and new, and it wasn't just the same old thing. Ugh. It wasn't because Deadpool had swearing in it, and it wasn't because what the alt-right thinks Black Panther is successful for. It's because it's new, and it's because it, it, they, they took the time to do something creative. And damn it, the WWE did that this past Monday. I applaud them for it. But just recognize it wasn't because it was a gauntlet match. It was because you did something new. Continue more, please. That is it for me, Mike. Yeah, um, thank you for doing that gauntlet yeah. match. Uh, please don't just redo it on the next episode of Monday Night Raw. We're going to do it all over again. And then have like Woo! Cena eliminate you know Rollins and Roman and then Mitt. Uh, just don't. You did it. Just uh, spice it up. You you knocked it out of the park. You 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 know we can't ask for home runs every week, but uh, thank you for that. Thank you for making everybody look good. Thank you for you know giving everyone a reminder why we love Seth Rollins so much. Um, please please do justice to Alexa tomorrow when she takes that pinfall. Um, I really hope the writers for that women's elimination chamber match they can they can help everybody get over. Um, uh, make Bailey look strong. Um, the, the poor girl, she's <laughs> given an impossible task to be that, that baby, baby, baby face. One of the hardest roles you can have and succeed with because of, you know, today's snark, you know, today's, um, kind of tongue-in-cheek, judgmental, you know, audience. Um, she tried. You know, her character's been, been a little low. Let's see if she can kind of, you know, get on the upswing a little bit and impress some people. And then, uh, I mean, tomorrow it looks like we're setting the stage for Rowdy Ronda Rousey doing a big contract signing. It looks like she will more than likely not be involved with a women's title match, which is good. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm pumped to see what they do. It, it sounds like it might be a mixed tag for her, um, fighting, like, the authority, you know? Um, we'll see how that goes. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for tomorrow. It's it's not going to be a Royal Rumble level excitement, um, but I'm pumped to see the big dog on top, you know, pointing at a Brock Lesnar sign, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm pumped to see. We're going to get two, two ladies matches, um, and they should be really competitive, fun, engaging matches. And, uh, yeah, we get to see some of the best of the best tomorrow. So I'm pumped to watch it. Yeah, strap in, everybody. All right. Thank you for listening. We love you. Yep. Come on! Ooh! Ah! Bye! <laughs>